Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome to Boys Don't Cry. I'm Russell Kane. I'm the host of the show where we get boys or men to talk uncomfortably about the subjects we wish they would talk about. We've done all the ones you want us to do. Body shape, infidelity, uh, long-term relationship. There's loads about sex. Go through the past episodes and fill your ears with dirty truths. Um, the surprising thing about this podcast is the 50-50 following it had. It was designed as a space for men to listen in, maybe get some help, uh, light-hearted to do it through humour. But it turns out that, that women are intensely interested in the inner workings of a boy's brain. So they've been listening in as well. Also, there are loads of resources online now and again. I tweet about them and post them if, for serious mental health issues and men's mental health. We're not belittling it. I understand this is a, a massive thing. And indeed, we talk about some of these serious issues, depression, suicide. But we try to keep the laughs in. Why? Not because I'm scared of a serious subject. It's an insight into how the male brain works. If only I was able to text my mate Lee and go, I've got some dark feelings. Can we talk about it without him sending some horrific animal porn back? Going, Lighten up, mate. The only way we can discuss is for a banter rapping half the time around some serious subjects. So that's the strategic approach ladies and gentlemen listening in. And today's episode, I'm absolutely buzzing like a housewife's toy drawer to introduce today's guests. I'm joined by a stand-up who's coming up so fast. He's got altitude sickness and his nose and ears are bleeding. It's Kay Curd. And I'm delighted to say that the female auditor, as I call it, it is an ironic label, please don't get angry on Twitter, um, the female auditor, the one who'll make sure we don't drift into offensive bullshit or assumptions or things that just don't ring true. Today, it's the one, the only master of the last series of news, because Angela Barnes is in the house. Welcome, both of you. Hello. I Hello. actually prefer auditorette, actually. Um... <laughs> Would you be allowed to say that? <laughs> Audi- <laughs> it's one of the... It, it, it's one of the few gender-neutral words we have. Thank it God is. For that. Let's embrace it. Um... So how have you been, Angela? How are you coping? We're recording, for the benefit of listeners, don't know when you're listening to this, uh, we're recording this during lockdown. 
um, during the first outbreak, not during the second one in November that wiped out the whole of the USA. This is during the first lockdown during the summer. Are we still in lockdown? Well, comedians are. Okay, bless you for pretending that anyone on this call has any form of life or career <laughs> other than shouting into Zoom with egg boxes on their bedroom. Bless you, bless you for implying that. Oh, let's go and do a driving gig later and we can not see people's faces while they honk their car horns. That won't give me a panic attack. Well, this is what I've been saying to people when they're like, oh, what do you mean lockdown's over? And I was like, yeah, for you, like for me, it's just like normal. Like I've still, I'm still not going to the pub or, or restaurants or whatever and I've got no work. So I'm stuck at home just like worrying about my existence. And Same. I mean, I was born to hunker down at home. This is, it's been the least anxiety I've had in years over the last three months. Because <laughs> I've got like clinical you what- FOMO. Do you know what I mean? I'm always like, what's everyone else up to? When I know they're just bored in their houses. Brilliant. I'm um. I wouldn't say I've been anxious. I, I'm bored. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm restless. Like I'm. Isn't life just on. about trying to like overcome boredom? It's like literally everything we do is just to not be bored. That's what it seems like. You go to work just to not be bored. You come up with like purpose for your life just so you're not bored and that's what lockdowns told me like every day is just like what can i do today that won't leave me bored <laughs> and do you know what that raises the prospect that my final thought in the nursing home age 93 as i dribble into my crutch will be like god i'm bored <laughs> <laughs> can't listen anymore to anything either of you are saying because there's a dog in Kay's video now and that's it i can't look at anything I else i feel the need that's to bring to bring my animals in to compete is that that's a rotty riot. you got there is it yes yes uh, it's a rottweiler riot the rotty she's uh she she's 18 months do you know what i'm such an animal animal lover i've had all sorts over the years snakes lizards i've got cats and dogs now but the one breed of dog i've got yeah. a phobia over like a slight not phobia i would be petting your dog within half an hour but at first i'd be scared of is the rottweiler purely because <laughs> and feel free to google this afterwards uh, my school was once front page news when three Rottweilers burst through the school gates and went on a savaging rampage and we were all trapped in the school hall while the police were called. Oh, that's hilarious. It only happened in Essex. <laughs> when I told Ahir Shah I've got a Rottweiler, his response was, oh, how working class. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see, I've got, I've got a cockapoo. So... Middle class dogs. Middle class, my dog is way yeah. more middle class than I'll ever be. That's not. I mean, I mean, that's so Radio Four. You've gone breed neutral. We didn't feel like it was right yeah. for her to identify as a cocker spaniel. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted a breed neutral dog. Anyway, it's all very refreshing um, that you guys are being so truthful and confiding in the opening moments of today's episode. But it's not going to get you very far because what I want to talk to about today is lying. The use of lying, white lies, big lies, misrepresentation, how we use it, why we use it. And of course, the thing that I'm fascinated and conflicted by is their agenda divide. And when there is, what does it mean? Is it conditioning? All the stuff that I'm fascinated by. But first of all, let's kick off with what was the last lie you told? Oh, God. Imagine if Angela went, I don't have a cockapoo. I don't know why I said it. I just, <laughs> I just wanted attention. <laughs> Really just wanted to fit in. <laughs> I think mine was about a minute ago when I said I've had no anxiety. I think I shat myself for th- about two weeks well, solid when all my tour was cancelled. That what? That's what I was going to say. I was like, mine was saying, I'm all right. I'm not all right, <laughs> bruv. I'm going out of my mind, bruv. Like this is this is incredible. Like, uh, I, do you know what? I think I think everybody everybody lies about things that 
uh, just to avoid uncomfortable conversations. So a kind so, lie. Angela, have you told any kind I've lies? I just renewed my car insurance, so that almost certainly involved a lie somewhere along the way. <laughs> but... Do you know what? We, uh, it's the same with life. I don't know if you've got life insurance, uh, okay, or Angela, but um, life insurance, my mate showed me, stand-up comedians are in the same box as nuclear engineers, stuntmen, soldiers and firefighters. We are that likely to top ourselves or become alcoholics. <laughs> At first I was outraged, but then I thought about it for a second and I was like, yeah, that if I was an insurer. We're so yeah, unhealthy we're so unhealthy. So we have to lie on we have to lie on our life insurance to get to Do you know do you know what they, they all have in common is because we take the roof off. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's true. It's dangerous. Yeah. Destroying right, all right. those buildings. Get me. That's one of Kay's recurring. Have you ever injury. been to one of my, my gigs, bruv? I just smash it. They call the fire. He was, at, he was in a hospital bed for four weeks because he had a tile <laughs> embedded in his skull. Came straight off the roof. <laughs> so would you? Would you? I mean, it's a slightly loaded question for stand-ups because if we weren't a little bit of a liar, we'd all be skint. I mean, the the story of me bumping into someone at Asda and having an argument, I probably wouldn't tell it as it happened. I might make the person taller than they were or more Essex than they were or maybe it was a frozen chicken I have them wielding instead of their fists you know I, it's just in my instinct to lie to tell the truth of a story but embellish it with lies so I think I've become a liar by nature professionally because sometimes I've done routines yes. and when you've done them for a while you're like yes I know I base that in truth and I can't remember now which bit where the lie starts in yes. that story anymore I'm just like did oh actually no I made up that person didn't I but in my head they're so real now after doing them on stage for however long and you get into trouble with your partner because Lindsay will be like Russell that didn't you know that didn't actually happen you know, you know that I had an argument, but I didn't actually knock the girl out. Yeah. You know, you know, I didn't, I didn't chin her. You've added that, and I'm like, I distinctly remember the fist connected. She's like, you fucking lost your mind. Then we'll have a massive row. That's a little. It's a little catchphrase in our house. Is whenever we watch comedy, is because I remember my boyfriend, who's not involved in comedy at all. When he first started coming to gigs with me and watching more and more stand-up, he was like, I didn't realise how much comedians lie. And you forget the general public listen to you do a routine. And think it happened word for word, you know. When you hear that this genuinely happened, I'm like, yeah, this is a fucking lie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's a proper signifier. Like, Honestly, this genuinely happened. No, it didn't, bro. Don't. Uh, this little kid didn't say that all right like let's <laughs> so yeah that's that's a good giveaway but in every in everyday life then how often would you say you lie even a kind like okay just uh you know if you're flat are you does are this you, look all right when they like oh does this look all right are, yeah, are you locked down are you in lockdown in a relationship i'm with my brothers i'm with my brothers so if one of your brothers came in and um, really got made an effort and he's got a hot date he's going on and like do i look all right would you lie if he really looked awful would you lie a little it, bit it depends. It depends. If they did truly look awful, like I'd be like, bruv, that looks terrible. But what about like, if they it... just put a bit of belly on over lockdown period and it was bulging through the shirt and they did, they had no awareness? Would you, Listen, would you, would man, you go, my tummy looks e flat? Would Listen, you we fat shame each other like every two minutes. <laughs> like there's, <laughs> there's no... There's oh. no like, like, I, do you know what? It depends. It depends what it is. It depends what it is. If it's something close to somebody's heart, you find a way to be a bit more tactful with the way you say things, right? So... um you you wouldn't you wouldn't lie to hurt somebody's feelings, uh, but you try and find the best way in order to uh, get get your message across. I mean, I, I suppose you've got to sort of weigh up with how 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 important is this really? Do you know what I mean? Like, if if I lie about this, does it really matter? What you don't want is you know if someone's going to go out and they're going to make a tit of themselves because they've got their you know shirt yeah. hanging out or whatever, then you're going to go yeah. actually you need to sort that out. Yeah. 
But if yeah. it's harmless and you just want to make someone feel good about themselves and give them a bit of confidence, yeah. where's the harm in that? You know, although I will say, well, I, if I are... go clothes shopping, with, I've got, um, I think it's quite a British thing to go, no, you look lovely when you don't. And I've got a Dutch yeah. friend who I love going clothes shopping with because she'll just go, nah, if it doesn't look right. She'll just be, and I love that because I'd much rather she did that than I end up, you know, wearing something I look shit in. There's a guy called Sam Harris. An- <laughs> Sam Harris, Angela. He's one of like the, the Dawkins, Daniel Dennett philosopher guys, but he's the more spiritual one. And I read a brilliant book by him called Lying. And he makes the argument that there is more or less no occasion where you can ex- truly excuse lying. That although it's kinder and easier, mm. almost always the best thing to do is to tell the truth. Which for me, I just like... Forget it. I totally follow what you've said, Angela. It's not going to affect uh, their night out. She thinks she looks great. Her friends are going to think she looks great. The fact that I might see something that I don't... Th- what 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 does the universe gain by me going, well, I think that top looks shit, even if no one else does? Then she's going to lose a bit of confidence. And, and that stuff sticks with you, you know? I remember somebody, like telling me when I was a kid, I wish they'd lied, when they t- talked about me having goofy teeth at school, you know, and I hadn't realised till that point. And that was it, that has stuck with me my whole life now. And there's part of me that like, I wish he'd just lied and said, no, you look fine, yeah. you know. <laughs> and then... what, what, do you, what do you think of that, of that spiritual point, okay, that even if you're telling a nice lie, you've done something to your inner integrity, some purity is lost simply by the act of lying, regardless of what the lie is? I think it's a load of rubbish. <laughs> Fair enough. Do you know what? Do, do you know? Do you know? It's like a lot of theories and like a lot of philosophers. Just because one person said it doesn't mean it's true, right? But but, like, but, but I, don't, I don't have to believe what this guy like just because he's written a book. I can write a book. I'll put it out tomorrow. No, like, what I mean is, I found it interesting. But okay, let me phrase it another way. If someone says to me, someone says, "Does does this T-shirt look too tight? Like it like." The, like it sh- someone in the communard should be wearing it. If I'm asking you that, and the answer is clearly yes, um, and, y- <laughs> and you say and you say no because what's the point? There isn't a discomfort there, just even as tiny as it is, that you know you're chatting shit. No, no. Listen, man, are you smiling? Are you happy? Then yes, it's, it's fine. Uh, it's not like I've, I'm 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 like in a relationship with you and I'm cheating on you. Like if, if but okay, like, well, if you like, were in a relationship with a girl and, and it's the same, let's replay the scene then. She comes in, her friends think her top looks great. She thinks her top looks great. You think, mate, that looks that bad. That does not suit you, babe. What do, what does K-Curd say? I'd say, do you like it? Then why do you care if I like it or not? That, that, like, honestly, oh, I like, want to give oh, that a little round oh. of applause from the auditor there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, t- well played. Honestly, Kate. like why 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 does it matter whether I like, if, as long as you you enjoy wearing it or whatever, it doesn't really matter what I like, what I like or what I don't like. I'm not going to be I think in terms like, of so... there being, you know, the spiritual aspect of it and there being no such thing as a a good lie this guy feels. That I mean all our moral moral com- compasses are different, right? So it depends where yours is as to what you're comfortable with doing. And that's where the danger is, is that some people's moral compass is off the scale and their lies are going to be dangerous. But I think on a day-to-day basis, most of us are pretty much, we know where the line is, where we're lying. And we know where it's a dangerous yeah. line when it's a fine lie. Uh, but when we are growing up, it's, it's undeniable. Some people are more honest than others. And this 1999 study, this is by Robert Feldman at the University of Massachusetts, it showed that the most pop, there is a strong correlation between the popular kids at school 
and for the ones who were effective at lying. The more effective you were at lying, the more likely you were to be popular and likable. Now, is that a comfortable or uncomfortable revelation? What do you think, eh? It's not a surprising one, is it? Because they're popular because their lives seem brilliant. And you look at them and go, oh, I wish my life was like theirs. But what you're looking at, it's like a photoshopped life, isn't it? You look at models in magazines, yeah. they're lies. You go, I wish I could look like that. No one looks like that. That's not a real person. Yeah, well, it's like social media, isn't it? It's like social, social media is like school for adults, essentially. The ultimate like, lie. Like yeah, the, the people that lie the best, like, oh my God, hey, Instagram, got this new, like all of that stuff. They get like thousands of followers and, you know, they, they they don't have any sort of opinions on anything, really. Like, so they just lie through their teeth and it ends up making them walk in billboards and they can make lots of money out of it because they become really popular from it. So, like, it, it, it's sort of the same sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, the best you could lie, the more popular you can get. I, I, of... I feel like a, tr- a truth right. stated too strongly on social media is normally an indication that it's a a lie if you know what I mean so for example I'm not having a go at anyone and I'm happy if you're happy but I don't see why you need to tell the person sat on the sofa next to you that you love them on Facebook it's like I just want to tell my hubby I love you so much me too hun and like where are they (laughs) I want oh my god on father's day or mother's day like your dad doesn't even have Instagram, bro. Like, your dad doesn't even know how to log on. Like, what's this big picture that you've put on in this massive paragraph? Or and I love my one-month-old baby that's just a fucking milk slug and shits itself. It can't read yet. So what, what are you putting it on there for? And it's like, have, and that makes me think, do you love you? Have you got insecurity about your bond? Why why do you feel the need to press it against the window and show it to strangers? Well, I find that the, the kids thing, I find, I mean, I don't have kids and I never wanted kids, but no, I do find that sort of, I love my baby so much. It's like, yeah, you're supposed to. It'd be fucking weird <laughs> if you didn't. My old man used oh, to say, I've never laid, I have never laid a fucking finger on you. Have I ever hit you? And I'm like, wow, dad, father of the year. You fucking didn't smash my face <laughs> in. How did you hold off that natural <laughs> urge? <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. 
Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com. Okay, um, okay, let's get to the nub of it. Enough playing around. Okay, do men lie more than women? I think men tell. I think men tell more white lies. But I think women tell bigger lies oh. fewer times. Ooh, oh, oh, I'm bracing God. myself for this. I that think, is a swing and tell, an uppercut. I think, I think women tell fewer lies, but the the lies they tell have have a lot more magnitude to them. Whereas men will tell a bunch of what men will lie unprovoked. Like, where were you? I was sat with the boys. You weren't. Like, there's just no need for it. Men will just lie unprovoked. It's just something that we do. Not me, but you know the men listening. <laughs> it's hard. It's it's hard to verify, Angela, because obviously a lot of this stuff is self-reported, and who's going to self-report themselves as a liar? However, time and time again, the statistics roughly suggest that men are twice as likely as women to consider themselves to be good at lying and getting away with it. Whether they lie more, they certainly think they're good at it and getting away with the suggestion. But that's they're, just they're that's just. I don't male know. I just wonder bravado. if it's just men's lies are more blatant and obvious, and so they're easier <laughs> to count. <laughs> My dad played for Chelsea. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I just think maybe we're just a little bit more clever about it, and a little bit more subtle. And um, what do you think about Kay's point I, though I, that, I, that women's lies are, 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 they save them for something more significant and they wouldn't waste their time on on the white lie and but they will do a deeper broader or more significant lie. I mean I know what the stats say but I find it really hard to see it down gender lines because I do I think of like people I know yeah. friends and family and I know some of them are bullshitters and some of them aren't and it's not it doesn't seem to be down gender lines in my experience it's like it's just certain types of people are more likely, you know, there's there's certain friends I've got who everything they say, you know, you take with a pinch of salt or whereas, I, and I don't think that's more likely to be men than women. Angela, I 100% agree with you, but this is the wrong place to be progressive. We've got to pick a side. Okay? <laughs> no, no, you don't have to. It's, I'm no, just, you do. Come on. Like, I've, gone, <laughs> I've gone through study, study after after study. If I want to believe what Angela believes, that's the way my brain works. Is like that you get you get bullshitters, you get non-bullshit, you get extroverts, you get introverts, you get shy people, you get non-shy people. You get that, and it doesn't it doesn't necessarily energetic people, you get laid-back people. And as far as I can tell, gender's got nothing to do with it. But here, I'm shut down by university research after university research. There's more research that says not only do men lie more, but they feel less guilty about the lie. That was a British study. It's 3,000 Britons aged 18 and older took the survey. Results found that a British man tells an average of three lies daily, or roughly 1,092 a year. And women, on the other hand, lie about twice a day, which adds up to 728 lies a year. And 25% of men admitted they've lied to their mothers, while only 20% of women admitted the same. And the oh, we've all lied to our mothers. Come on. I so had an entire made-up friend that I used to pretend I was going to her house when I was going to the pub when I was 15. Like... I don't believe anyone who says well, they've not the... lied to their mother. Okay, so let's... Um, do you believe men feel less guilt when they lie? Do you think... Let, let's. Let, I mean, let's go there. Let's let's talk... A, go into the fidelity and faithfulness area. Do, do, would you think, not all men, but on balance, men are more likely to be able to shut down the guilt aspect of, yeah, yeah, no, I didn't, didn't buy a girl a drink that night and just not feel any guilt whatsoever. Whereas if a girl told a lie like that, she would feel more guilt. I mean, I can only speak from a, a girl's perspective. And I know if I told a lie like that, I'd feel sick. Like, I just, I, I can't, I'd be shit at having an affair. A, I can't deal with the admin. <laughs> and D, batteries are too cheap, Angela. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Who needs it? And, and I just couldn't cope with the... 
lying. And I talk in my sleep. Like, I'd out myself in no time. I'm sure I would. It's not worth it. But obviously, I can't talk from a male perspective. Maybe it is that. I don't... The stats speak more than I can. Hey, you... Well, the patriarchy runs deep, so you don't know what affects you. True. Honestly, no... You're saying women have been conditioned to feel more guilt, but they don't naturally feel more guilt. Is that what you're saying, Kay? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. There's a lot of things that men uh, have a lot of confidence with just because of the way society has been geared. So you're just told it's all right. It's okay. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just what blokes do. Boys will be boys. Do you know what I mean? And then it's like, you end up going, yeah, it's fine. That's that's what we're meant to do. That's, that's, that's. But that's are you single about. at the moment? Okay, forgive me. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But do you, so you're, you're, you're a neutral as it were. I feel like it's safe for you to comment for now until your new girlfriend in one year's time <laughs> listens to this and then dumps you. But do you feel, do you feel like, I, I hate saying this because I'm such a gender's a construct doesn't exist. That's my instinct. But I, inst- but also I do feel like my experience of being a man and having male friends, and being a straight man and going out with girls, is that men seem to experience less guilt when they're bullshitting, particularly about relationship things. Yeah, I'll be home but at ten. But, but it's like I said, it's it's white lies. Yeah, I'll be home at ten. It's yeah, not really a white lie if you bought a girl a drink and and you're saying you didn't. Oh, that. That's. I mean, if you're talking about but... fidelity, I think a lot of. But... Like, I'm... Well, let's keep it light. Let's let's keep it up. Bought a G and T for like, nothing. Went no further. You saw saw a pretty girl. You bought a drink so you could feel a bit like a bit like giving it the big and at the bar, and then went back to your mates laughing. And then later on, did you buy a girl a drink earlier? And you just say no. I'm pretty sure. I've in my relationship, we, you know, I, he'd just say if he bought a girl a drink. And it, you know, it's a. I don't what know. Would, it, would you get annoyed? Would you get annoyed with that? If you bought a girl a drink, no. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe we're both in our mid forties, and he's not like my mega... balls would be in the hallway like a Christmas stocking. Well, it depends. Like, if he bought a girl a drink, you know, in a sort of, I'm buying you a drink. It depends. Everything depends on context, doesn't it? But I just um. What What is the platonic context of me to go up and buy? <laughs> Excuse me. I, I see you there with your friend. I'd like to platonically buy you a gin and tonic. <laughs> Because his mates have, you know, he's with his mates. They've got gone buy a or whatever. I don't yeah, know, yeah. I'd probably, I see what you're saying. I was laughing about it, and if if I knew he'd done it and then lied to me about it, then I'm suspicious and angry. Do you know what I mean? But if I've gone like, oh, your mate said that you were flirting with a girl and bought her a drink just to show you still got it, is that you know? And he went no. Then I'd be like, well, why are you hiding that? That's funny. It's a, it's a weird thing about buying. I know it's we're going a bit off topic now. I'm just I'm just thinking it through now with Lindsay, who's next door. <laughs> if I was out with my friends and I was flirting and dancing with a with a group of girls and all my mates and came home and told Lindsay I did that, she'd probably find that hilarious or might call me like, oh, you fucking grow up, you old perv or something. But there's something yeah. about the act of buying a drink that just when the, the red mist comes down. What is it? What is in that gin and tonic that causes World War Three? Is it what that might signify? Like, why do you buy a woman a drink? Because if you're buying a round of drinks and she's in it, that's fine, right? True, there is but that. If you've picked out a woman and gone yeah, over to go, let me buy you a drink, that's a different. That's a different thing. Like, yeah, go on, Kate. Like, if, if it's a stranger and you're just going up to her and be like, "Listen, can I buy you a drink?" Then that's a bit weird, bro. Like you're trying. That's to... single behaviour in it. Yeah, I also, yeah, yeah. I also in 2020, were I single. I feel like I could never do that ever again. It feels like something from the 1890s. You don't, yeah, Excuse but you me, don't I do proposition that. you with a beverage, young lady. Yeah, you, you, what, you wouldn't do that. I don't, I don't think, 
Yeah, you don't do that. These I, I, I don't I don't approach people like that. Hello there, madam. Could I possibly interest you? <laughs> Here's my you in cocktail that? inside your jacket, <laughs> yeah. Kate. A cocktail list if you'd like to select. <laughs> this is really the, tricky because my fellow, you can see me through that door while I'm saying this, but I. I just, bless his heart, but I, there's absolutely no way on God's earth he would go up to a woman in a bar and offer to buy her a drink. Just, I never have done. He would not in my have my entire life on planet earth, ever. <laughs> yeah, neither have I. Like, that's just, I, yeah. I just, uh, the reason I picked it was it was a good example of a positive. That happens that in the films, man. But who meets people in real life anymore? No one. You- Particularly <laughs> at the moment, <laughs> Particularly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, right. So I, I think we're, we're, we're getting lots of good information here. Um, it's impossible. Kay makes a brilliant point. Has conditioning led uh, females to feel more guilty about the lies? What about the motivation for lying? Could there be a true biological sex difference here in our motivation to lie? And again, we'll go to another study. The statistics just men are bigger liars, but when men lie, they are boastful. They lie to look bigger, taller, richer, more sexually attractive and powerful. Younger. In, in younger in face-to-face conversations <laughs> in personal ads that, that would hurt men tend to men men tend to inflate numbers by saying they're making more money than they actually are they're taller than they actually are they've had more sexual partners than is factual in contrast to men women tend to use lies to minimize to pretend they're younger way less and have had fewer <laughs> sexual partners or, or to or to keep peace a woman is more likely to use a lie to keep peace, whereas a man is will lie to maximise and expand status. Nonsense or true, Angela Barnes? No, I'm reading a lot at the moment for this book that I'm writing, quick plug. Um, it's called The Ugly Truth, and it's about physical attractiveness, right? There is a sort of biological um, idea, you know, it's called it's like ornamentation in birds, you know, like the peacock feathers and all of that stuff, that women are the, the selectors in human sexual reproduction. So... That's why men might be more likely to show off about their salary and all of this stuff, because essentially the women are doing the selecting. Um, But having said that, we're human beings and we're not, you know, we we have a rational thought process as well that goes on top of that. So while that might be instinctive, I've never understood why on earth do men lie about their height? It is so quickly found out. The reason they lie is for all our enlightened 2020 post-gender qualities on its way, you've only got to switch on love. I want him to be told. It's the first word. Still. Now, women want a tall, I want a tall man. I want, I just want him to be bigger than me. It sounds, I mean, that should have evolved away in about, in, in the stone age. Men can't get their heads around being with a tall woman. They'd never say, I want to be True. with her. My, my friend is six foot one um, and she's beautiful, but she she got married to a guy who was five foot six and it, it looked odd. It just did, you know. Um, yeah. But that that she really found it hard dating because although she was six foot one and beautiful, no men wanted to go out with a woman taller than them. I get accused, uh, maybe it's because of what we do for a living, but people, we never look like what we do on TV. So I'm always, oh my God, you're so much taller or so much smaller than I thought. I'm never I'm never what people would expect. So I, when I say I'm five foot 10, which I am, and I check every year because any time now the shrinking will start for me. <laughs> you know, as sooner or later, I'm going to be a millimetre shorter and I know it's the beginning. I can't of the wait year. for the shrinking to start personally. But, but um, I'm 5'10 and no one ever believes me. Like, because I come across small and fawning and pleading on TV, I come across five foot six. Um, it's because you're on your knees all the time. Right? <laughs> begging. But men, men have a strong, strong motivation to, to lie about their height, do they not? 
Okay, how tall are you? I'm five ten. I'm five ten. Yeah, yeah, same as you. But um, do, you, do you understand? Do you agree with this? I get it. I get, I get it, man. Because I know people that are shorter, and they 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 hate being labelled as. They tell me from their experiences, women just don't look at them. Like not don't look at them, but it's very <laughs> look over them. Not overlooked. Looked over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it, I mean, it. it you're more guy. Other guys are more likely to try and take advantage of you and try and take the mick. Like if you're out and about, they don't mind barging past you or whatever. And um, I think it 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 does create sort of psychological issues later on. What I don't understand yeah. is lying about it. Like as, as soon as I rock up, it's gonna be found out. <laughs> Do you know well, actually, on a on a date, it's can it can be hidden. I mean, my my uh. My dating history is uh, one thing's for sure. I don't have a physical type. That that I can tell you. It would be the shortest game of Guess Who, identifying my girlfriend on the Guess Who board. They've all been so different physically, and I have dated women that are either well, a girl that's the same height as you is immediately taller than you as soon as she puts on any shoe she likes most of the time. Anyway, and so I remember in the early days. I, I don't know. You might be too young to even remember these, Gabe. But there's things called buffalo shoes. And they were they were they were trainers with an absolutely massive heel. So, in answer to your question, Angela, it was entirely possible to say five foot eleven and get away with it at least for a couple of days. <laughs> well, you you've got that now. There's a lot of trainers like that now. Like a lot of trainers now have got like thick soles on them anyway. Like because it's just a fashion. Um, and the bottom line is, like, it doesn't like matter training. when you're lying down, does it? That's the I'm glad you said that. Not one of us, but... <laughs> it depends, though. I, I think it sort of does. If my toes are on her kneecaps, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's too short, isn't it? <laughs> I thought you said it didn't matter when we're lying down. Just fucking get off me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, but, Kay, did you take... Because I feel slightly... I think I'm slightly offended by the idea that men like to exaggerate their salary in their heart. I think of that as like something my dad or my granddad would have done. Well, do you it's know what still it is, going right? on. We're, we're told that it's this nonsense that we get that like, oh, women go for the man with the best resources. And in the Stone Age, that was physical stuff. And now it's all like resources uh, mean, you know, like more money, a house, a car, all of this sort of stuff. So guys end up going... Yeah, well, I've got this, I've got that, I've got this. But I've always been of the of the belief that if if you don't like me when I've got nothing, why should you? Why should you? Why should I even lie about it? I don't even bother lying about that stuff. Like, oh, I drive a Yaris, bruv. Like, like it or leave it. From an evolutionary <laughs> biology point of view, that is a thing. Men will look more to, and this is what, and you know, I'm sort of reading a lot about this at the moment. Men will look for physical attraction much more than women will in men um but women yeah. will look for men with resources with uh, and and even though i think intellectually that's changing and particularly because women are you know much more likely to be financially independent now than they were even 20 30 years ago so that is yep. changing but there is an evolutionary biology thing that it's just about whether you can look you know this man can look after your kids basically whether they they're going to be able to foster the next generation you know and that's something yeah. that's ingrained in us and i hate it and i do think it's changing yeah, so i do too. believe that 
while I subscribe to evolutionary biology to a certain extent, I do also believe that as human beings, we've got the ability to intellectually override that to a certain extent. Well, I don't even like the idea of getting with somebody and they like they expect me to just be the provider. Like I will naturally do that, whatever. But I like I want someone that's busy. Do you know what I mean? Like they've well, I don't believe in this day and yeah. age that that is as big a thing as it as it was twenty or thirty yeah. years ago. Like I'm not concerned about. I earn more probably than my fella does. Um, you know, it's not. I my financial independence is really important to me, and I think for a lot of women, it's very important to them because it's not just about. It's about freedom, and it's about you know. I need to be able to. St- if he does go off on with someone else, whatever, I need to be able to live. And I think, of course, a twenty first century woman is much less likely to be concerned about not necessarily about them not having resources at all. Because what I do also wouldn't want is somebody who's completely reliant on me. But I, I, you know, they might just be looking for equality sugar mummy. resources. Maybe <laughs> oh, I'd love a sugar mummy. Okay, guys, the truth is we just have to take a break there. That's the end of part one, Boys Don't Cry, the special on lying. We'll be back where we discover exactly what makes a good liar. And if I'm touching my ear, does that mean I'm lying? Or does it mean I've got to build up a painful wax? Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. 